Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <sighs> Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Hey, Bird Gang. This is your boy, former Cardinal Jeremy Bridges. Tune into the number one podcast on the web, my show, JBNB Review. Right here on KSRN Arizona. Welcome back to the JB Name Review. Vinny, you want to know what's dope? Is I'm, I'm actually watching our boys at All About the Birds live podcast as we go live for our podcast, man. The party yeah, family, man. Yeah, stop All About the Birds. All About the Birds, man. You know what I'm saying? We love you, fellas. They will be on for the draft. You know what I'm saying? Tap in, tap in with us, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 178 of the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. Right, we had a lot to cover today. We appreciate you tapping in, whether you're on the live stream or you're checking us out in the podcast form. You know what I'm saying? You can get on all streaming platforms. All right, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Fucking hanging out of somebody's car, full episodes on YouTube, full episodes on our Facebook, all that good shit. So we appreciate everybody tapping in with us. All right. You know, we had to set it off with some of that get at me dog. You know what I'm saying? But first and foremost, JB, you got some business to cover. You know what I'm saying? Head over to jbandbangblereview.com. You know what I mean? Cop the merch. You know what it is. We got the Super Kyler football season. It's closer than people think, JB. It's coming back around. The Bird Gang's been making moves. We're going to get into all that shit here in a review reaction. It was, of course, JB's patented Bird yeah. Gang all day. All day. All, right? all you know day. What I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? JB was working that bag, that southpaw, you know what I'm saying? Setting him up, ducking that head, yeah. tucking that chin, the Iron Eight Lion yeah. Yeah. with the right hook. Pow, 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 pow. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? We need us, and of course, the OG merch. Get the dad hats. They got a don't be dumb hoodies. These, these, yeah, by the way, as JB's wearing, as you can see, this shit's comfortable as hell, man. We ain't getting, we ain't getting no, no bullshit fucking the rough-ass Little League shirts and all that shit, all right? And listen, if you fucking with us on the podcast, you know what I mean? If, if you ain't really in a live stream, you got shit to do during the week, it's whatever. Listen, we got plenty of content for you. Look at all these recent episodes, and look at all these beautiful five-star reviews, all right? So make sure... You know, make sure to get at us. Drop that five-star review. That helps us get heard and seen by more people, all that shit. And listen, of course, we got your questions coming up at the end of the show. All right, so make sure to get in with us here. You know what I mean? With the hotline, you know, drop in your questions in the comments, or you can yeah. leave a voicemail at 818-850-2804. I've been gabbing long enough. JB is fresh. Line up at the JB hat. Uh, Sir, yeah, how are you yeah, feeling yeah, this fine yeah. Wednesday? I mean, you know, we do it, you know what I'm saying? It's just another blessed day to be alive. Uh, through all the struggle and strife, you know what I'm saying? This life we live is so beautiful. Say word to Project Pat. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite songs ever. So, yeah, you know, we're making moves in these streets. Carlos making moves in these streets. All right. 
Uh, we got some great questions coming up. I got a question that one of my guys, uh, oh, Justin Fit on Instagram, posed to me at the oh. barbershop. He's, you know, and uh, oh. so I'll ask that question when it's time. But, you know, that's, that's it. We appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Loyal listener. That That's just in these streets, many people fucking with us. They loving us. You got we got people that rock with us, man. You know what I'm saying? So for everybody that fuck with us and have been fucking with us, as Benny calls you OG reviewers. We appreciate y'all. Welcome to our new reviewers. Hey, we just happy to have y'all. Episode 178. Who the thunk it? Mm-hmm. Right? Who the thunk it? You know what I'm saying? This is uh April of 2021. Uh somebody got a birthday coming up, Benny. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say who, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. somebody got a birthday. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Oh yeah, trust me, this is going to be a beautiful month because not only is it JB's anniversary of life, it's the anniversary of this show that's coming up. Yes, that's sir. always well, yes, sir. Which is which is fitting considering the business that we're in. So, trust me when I tell you, folks, uh, you don't want to miss the episode here in a couple weeks. First of all, you never want to miss the episode. Don't fucking play yourself. Why? Why but in two weeks, you know what I mean. For those who are of the foosball persuasion, we're going to be doing a live mock draft. On this live stream, we're going to have all about the birds joining us. We're going to have KSRN joining us. We might be 10 deep in this motherfucker, but goddamn it, the GM hats are going to be on. That's going to be a whole lot of yakety yak. Don't talk bad. But the good thing about it is, okay, all about the birds we represent in Philly. And then we'll we'll have the Cardinals represented. And, of course, the Detroit Lions we represented. And then Mitchell and Tennessee Titans. Right, we'll have, you know, you know how we do it. You know what I'm saying? So, reviews, you're not going to want to miss that because we always have a good time. We got our partner and family on the show. Shout out to KRSN, where you can hear our podcast also, you know what I'm saying, uh, Earl, you know what I'm saying, and them boys, you know what I'm saying, Javon, J. Love, what's happening, fool? Uh, and again, all about the birds, man. I got to show mad love to them cats out there in Philadelphia. We rock with y'all. Hey, this thing, the world is normalizing again, all right? As normal as we can get it, I guess. Uh, some normals are not pleasing at all. But the world, we're talking about the COVID side, to where we are allowed to move about freely, all right? You are now free to move about the cabin, as they say when you're on a plane. Uh, we, we can kind of move around now, so don't be surprised, God damn it. all right? If we pull up on South Street, you know what I'm saying, JB and Benny, wilding, you know what I'm saying, acting the fuck up with the bikes on 12 o'clock, you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. And, and Mitch, we saw your comment. We appreciate the question. You know we're going to get, again, Savage Hotline, drop in your comments. We'll get to that at the end of the show, and Mitch... Your fucking ridiculous ass voicemail. We love it. Keep it coming. We're gonna play that at the end of the show. And JB and I were in because JB, it's it's a question for you and I in terms of a, a favorite quarterback, which is kind of an off kilter. But money making, Mitch. You know, parts unknown. It wouldn't be Mitch if it wasn't kind of weird, right? So, right, Mitch, right, shout out to you. We appreciate the voicemail that will be played at the end of the show. And just drop your comments. Say what's up. Say you're tapping in with us. We had a JB. We had a great last episode. We had a lot of views. We had a lot. Of, we had like seventy three comments by the end of the show. We're getting awesome, good. Man. Love. I'm sharing it's it with awesome. these fucking Facebook that. groups. All this yeah. shit. It's, it's going to look different places. So please, come on, come just show us it, love. Man. Come on, come with it. Come let us, man. We, 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 we love it, man. You know what I'm saying? We always have been for the people. Uh, uh, Benny, I'm just going to put it out there. We got to get a shirt made, JB and Benny Blue, for the people on the back. Uh, of course, that's our motto. Always has been from day one. Uh, JB and Benny Blue, in, from JB and Benny Blue being in these streets. We were in North Hollywood. To JB and Benny Blue being for the people at all times. It's just how we rock, man. So without further ado, let's get this thing cracking like eggshells. Before before we do that, before we get into your patented segment, uh, speaking of tapping, tapping in with us, all right, folks, you know what the fuck to do. If you want to sponsor us, 
You know what I'm saying? Get at us. You know where to get at us. JB and Benny Blue Review at Gmail. Get at me, dog. Yep. Follow us. You know what I'm saying? Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. You can get a placement right here on this lovely live stream. We can put this on our social media. Hell, JB can review your product and tell you if that shit is trash or dope. It can go on our email newsletter, whatever you need. Pre-roll, mid-roll ads. We got you covered on the podcast side, social media, live stream, and everywhere in between. You know what I mean? Taking new sponsor inquiries now. So, again, make sure to get at us. You know what I'm saying? JB and Benny Blue Review at Gmail. Dot com for all that shit. All right, so that so that's that with that. All right, now look. Of course, you know we don't just cover the wild world of sports in, in this business. We gotta we gotta get into some uh, real shit. And uh, JB is going to go in on everything that is happening uh, right now in a new edition of JB's Boining. And let me set the stage here. Uh, you know what we're talking about. These bum-ass cops at it again. And uh, JB is going to talk about it here uh, right now. So, sir, what, what, do you, what, do you got, what do you got to say in the matter? What do you got to say in the matter? Well, first and foremost, uh, help me with some of these names because we had a, a young kid get killed out in Minnesota um, by an officer. Of course, Benny just put everything up right now. She does. Dante Wright got killed by an officer who claimed that she thought she pulled her taser out. Uh, as opposed to pulling her firearm out and shooting the kid in the chest uh, as he fled back to the car because he was going to where he had a warrant for his arrest. Uh, kid scared, he took out running, and he got killed for it, right? So uh, they went way into detail. If you look at a lot of these things that happened on there, you know what I'm saying, about the, he got put up on his prior tags and about how tags were backed up in the state and city because of COVID and so on and so forth. So they went way into detail about that, but I'm just going to break it down as simple as I possibly can, right? My brother's a cop, right? So I don't hate cops. No, I just hate dumb cops. Like, I hate dumb people, right? A cop carries their pistol on whatever hand they shoot with, right? That's what they do. Now, mind you, this one's been a cop over 20 years, right? So she carries a firearm on whatever hand she shoots with. So she right-handed her firearm on her right hand, and her taser is on the opposite side to the front of her thigh, right? So that's bullshit. That was just a, she, she, I guess in her mind, she was like, shit, I ain't never killed no black man, so let me, let me take my turn to do it, right? 26 here's years she's been waiting, apparently. Jesus right, Christ. Right, so, so here's the thing. There's no excuse for it. She has been taken into custody and charged with second degree manslaughter, which she should have been charged with first degree murder. But at the same time, they call it accidental and whatever. I don't give a damn. I hope she spends five or six years in jail, right? Point blank, period. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? She pulled the trigger. She killed the man. Um, I saw something that was super dope the other day. Uh, matter of fact, it was earlier today. It was a sign that said, nobody told your scary ass to be a cop. Right? So, right. That's, all, that's a great That's a great sign. So you you can't be out here. And I know so many of them, Benny. Like, here's the real deal. Uh, I'm a fitness manager at a gym. Right? So I, 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 I had a young man who I had to fill in and train because one of my trainers got sick the other day. And just his mannerisms and his motions, and we're going to get to talking about this in a second, his mannerisms and his motions were very aggressive. He was a little dude, and my, finally he was like, I, I asked him, was he okay? told him to breathe. I got to go hard. I got to go hard. Uh, I, I got to pass, you know what I'm saying, the police academy. And I'm like, wow, this dude wants to be a cop, right? <laughs> Come on, man. First of all, you can tell he's been picked on his entire life, right? And now right. you're going to go, you're going to give him a gun and a badge? So that he can be big, Mr. Big Bad Man because of, of all the people have done him wrong. All right, so here's the next situation 
where this was in Virginia, where a army officer, right, who was in uniform, uh, got tased. I think uh, and pepper drugs. sprayed. Pepper spray? No, pepper. Did he get tased too? I know he got pepper sprayed. Uh, 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 well, they said they were threatening him. They said they said he's going to ride the lightnings on some bitch ass shit. Right, but yeah, so, he, got, yeah, he definitely yeah, got pepper yeah. sprayed. Yeah, they was talking real greasy to the man. The man was like, oh, you know, I'm afraid he got a car and dude was like, you should be like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? Again, nobody told your punk ass to be a cop, bro. Like, if you can't, right. I know cops that have never pulled their weapon, let alone discharged their weapon. I spoke with an old white man one time before, like when this first, when everything really started getting out of hand a few years ago. He, he was like, man, he, he's been a cop for 30 plus years. And he said, I pride myself on the fact that I've never had to discharge my weapon. Right. Like that's you know to protect and serve. You gotta have enough gall and enough game to be able to say, okay, let me resolve this situation in a different way. Besides you pulling your fucking gun and flexing your muscle, like like it's your second dick. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this is <laughs> right. this is what we're getting from these punk ass cops. And and yeah, yeah, they earn the right to be punk ass cops, right? That just is what it is. Like you a bitch. You know what I'm saying? You can't take care of the business. In, 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 a, in, a, in a humanly manner, you know what I'm saying? In a humane, sensible, calm, cool manner and say, okay, I know how to resolve this issue without pulling my gun. All right, I'm just going to talk to them like grown people. We're going to talk. We're going to chop it up. Somebody might have to go to jail, but at least they'll understand why they're going, right? They won't feel disrespected because, you know, people generally understand, Benny, if they break the law, they're going to jail, right? I don't think, right. I don't think, I don't think nobody argues that, right? But it's all about the force of talk and the disrespect and so on and so forth when you're dealing with someone. And they have the right to ask you, why did you pull me over? <laughs> right? They got a right to ask you that. Now, if you want to lie and say you got to bust a taillight out of some shit, then that is what it is. But it's going to be good ones. It's going to be bad ones. Um, we just want punishment for the bad ones. Right? That's all we want. So, I, as to say, I, I said it on, on plenty of our podcasts that we're – They've been doing this shit for years. We just seen it all day now because of social media. They've been killing black people for years. Cops been killing black people forever, right? Since there has been cops. Like cops back in the day used to be, uh, or police forces back in the day used to be put together to, to find runaway slaves, right? So there was no justice for a slave. It just continued into police force and, you know, they want to say protect and service so on and so forth. But the bad ones are winning the good ones. Right, although I was shining, so I'm pretty sure they're a lot more good. But them bad ones, right? Man, it, it just it just makes it look that much worse, right? So think before you pull that firearm, uh, young black men, be smart. I'm I'm just being real, like, cause there ain't nothing we can do, right? We can protest and stomp and kick all we want, but I mean, just be smart. Don't put yourself in a situation where you're gonna get fucked up or where you gotta. And this is this real rap here, Benny. Like the other day, uh, on, I, again, I tell people all the time, I run a club. So as a manager of a club, on the weekends, we have to do a kind of walkthrough and a walk around the club just to document shit. Well, one of the young men, the black young man that worked in my club was just kind of sitting in the back where there's an alley and a wall in a neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just kind of sitting back there, sitting in the shade, waiting to go work out. I guess waiting on his pre-workout to kick in, right? So me and one of the other managers was walking. We walked up on him, saw him. I messed with him, tapped on his glass. But when I got back in the building, he came in there. I, I kind of put him to the side and said, man, don't put yourself in a situation where you're going to have to deal with some bullshit. Because if the cops came back there, they were going to harass the shit out of him. And he works there. You know what I'm saying? But he was in regular clothes. You know what I'm saying? So on and so forth. Don't put yourself in a situation where you got to get fucked up. Be smart. Um, don't, you know, just, you know, just just be smart. That's all I'm going to say. I got, I got young men, you know what I'm saying, two young men that are driving. I got daughters that are driving. 
it's, I pray every day and every night, but none of my kids have to go through that, right? So that's that's it, man. Like, it, it ain't no, you know, I'm not finna stand up on no damn uh, pedestal and start preaching because shit is what it is, right? Cops, you fucking wrong. And if you if you did some dumb shit and you, you finna get arrested, man, just go to jail, bro. Like, don't fight, don't argue no bitch. If long as that motherfucker ain't smacking you around and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, motherfucker just telling you, hey, turn around, you cuffed up, take your ass to jail, get out and go on about your fucking business. Bro, don't be the next statistic, man. Don't be the next statistic. Right. No, listen, well said. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's things that have been said way too many times. And just for context for folks, just going, just going back to the, to the screen here. So for folks who are wondering why, well, damn, she killed the dude. Why is she, she getting charged with second degree manslaughter? You understand just what you're seeing, like with this Derek Chauvin trial, you can, you can charge any, you can charge anybody with what you are. You, you can, if you have probable cause to get that far, the problem right. is from that perspective, from a prosecution standpoint, What's going to stick? What's actually going to work? Because if you charge her with first-degree murder, first-degree murder that implies it's premeditated, even if she's racist as hell, it's hard to prove that. But second-degree manslaughter, I I think the max on that is 10 years, if I'm not mistaken. She's already been bonded out, as you see, 100 grand bond. I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. one of these probably-ass groups, just like like they helped that bitch-ass kid in Wisconsin, probably put up the money for her. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's crazy because you're watching the video, and she's yelling, taser, taser, taser. It's like, sweetheart. You were yelling that shit for a smooth thir- fifteen to thirty seconds with a gun pointed at him before you actually fired. You you right. mean to tell me that number one, a taser has a yellow fucking strip on it, it's and classic. it's a different weight. Right. It's a different weight. It's so a when you have texture, a low- feel everything, mm-hmm. everything yeah. about it's different. <laughs> Wait, yeah, exactly. The whole the whole shit's different. Um, when you have a whole, when you have a loaded gun, a loaded nine millimeter, that shit, it kind of sinks in your hand a little bit. It's a little weight you can feel because you can't just like ah, wave it around like the fucking movies. It's right. not like that when it's the shit's fully loaded. Especially if she tape. got a Beretta, like she got, a, right, I, a Beretta. I got, yeah, I got two Berettas, right. so them, yeah, them bitches heavy. They not, they not light pistols. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the fact that she she had this shit right on her fucking uh, screen and shit. Uh, yelling taser, taser, it's like, did you not think to like take a step back and be like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I'm not holding a fucking taser. Maybe I'm holding the gun no. and the taser's marked with yellow, yellow strips because y'all are so dumb in the moment. Not saying you're dumb people, but you guys are dumb in the moment. There's enough footage to know that this shit is not going to end up well for anybody. By the way, Joe Biden, listen, man, you're better than Trump, whatever. Shut your ass up about telling not telling people to not loot. It's the language of the unheard. And guess what? The last time this shit happened, that actually moved some shit forward. So until shit changes, why would you not expect black folks and people who actually give a damn not to start burning some shit up until you actually give them full human rights and equality? Because nothing else has worked. The protests haven't worked. The sit-ins haven't worked. The fucking we shall overcome shit hasn't worked. Fucking... Go trying to take this shit to to Capitol Hill has been delayed and and flipped and reversed like fucking Missy Elliott songs. Enough of that shit. They're gonna burn up a target because you motherfuckers aren't listening. This shit happened. To, I went to college. JB knows. I went to college in the Twin Cities. I'm very familiar with this area. The Dante Wright shit happened ten miles away from where George Floyd got killed. Think about wow. that shit, man. That yeah. is some foul, right. old blooded shit. That's some wild shit. All right? yeah. That's wild. Yep, and shit's got to change. All right, you gotcha. folks, we know why you're here. Again, drop in the comments at the end of the show. You know what I'm saying? Savage Hotline. Or just say what's up. Get at us. We know some of you folks are watching. Get at us. But in the meantime, of course, you know what I'm saying? We got to get into the top sports headlines. Shit happening of the day. You know what it is. It's motherfucking 
review action news Ooh. time. All right. We got to get into it. So far, right off the bat, of course, we got to talk Bird Gang. We got to <laughs> talk Bird Gang. JB, make it moves. James Conner, yeah, one year deal. Welcome to the family, James Conner. Uh, gutsy young man. We love him. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows his battle with cancer. Uh, Pittsburgh gave him a chance. He is from that area. Went to the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, so, of course, that was special for him to get that opportunity to get there and start his career there. But welcome to the desert, young man. Uh, phenomenal running back. Uh, you're not going to have to run the ball a thousand times because you have a young man in Chase Evans that can help you out and carry that load. So he's going to do great things. One-year deal. We love it. We talked about the fact that, you know, a lot of these cats are getting one- to three-year deals now, uh, making them more vigilantes, you know what I'm saying, and making them earn their keep a little more, if you will, right? So shout-out to my man, Mr. Connor. Welcome to the family. And great job, Steve Kime, all right, and and then all the rest of you guys, all right, Mr. Bidwell, you know what I'm saying, and Cliffy Kingsbury. Good job. Great job, guys. And it's funny, JB, when people talk about James Conner, you know, they talk about kind of drop off. I think a lot of people forget about the cancer and everybody kind of everybody kind of um, I feel like he doesn't get his due because of the whole thing when he came in after, you know, Le'Veon Bell left and the whole thing. We need to understand, like, this dude has been a pro bowler and on a one year deal, one point seven five for the year, as I'm sure we'll talk about, you know, when we get the our KSRM folks back on. Right, right. You know, that's that's great depth with when you add that with Chase Edmonds, they're probably gonna draft somebody. And Kime is listen, Kime is busting moves to try to make to try to make a serious run right. this year. You know, because like you said, he's getting he's getting the he's getting the fucking vigilantes. They may do a one year deal and then sign long term somewhere else. But hey, James Conner on a one year where he's not an every down back, that right. sounds pretty sweet to me. I don't, I don't know. Awesome. You think it, that sounds pretty, pretty sweet? Awesome. No, I, when yeah. I read it, I, I was I kind of I did the Mr. Burns hand. <laughs> I did all yeah. I was like, yeah, it's like that. That's where we at right now. That's great, man. Shout out to the Cardinals organization for making those phenomenal moves, man. Uh, not you know just and moving in silence. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people do it they loud and crazy, and you know what I'm saying. We ain't hearing much, and people you know of course the bird gang gets restless. You know what I'm saying? So you start to see. Little things on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? People getting getting crazy. They're like, man, what are we doing? We ain't doing nothing. We ain't doing nothing. But they're building behind the wall, and I love it. That's my type of gig. Yeah, uh, man. Speak, speaking of my fucking getting vigilantes, JB, good God almighty, the Browns. Oh they, they, God. Had, they got Stephen Clowney. They had him for a visit, and then they end up bringing in. They gave him a, they gave him a one-year deal. Eight million can go up to ten million with incentives. Ooh. But Jesus, H. Christ, this, this dude with fucking look. Miles Garrett. What do you think about this? I mean, it's kind of like the dynamic we have right now with uh, with Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt. Like, who the hell are you going to block? Right? Right. <laughs> right? Who are you going to block? Because one-on-one, somebody going to get their ass whooped. Right? That ain't taking nothing away from our hogs. But, goddamn, these boys is, these boys is cold now. All right? Miles Garrett is in his prime. is David Clowney, when healthy, is still a monster. So, shout-out to the Browns, man. Make your move. Saw an opportunity to get another defensive guy and 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 – I mean, the Browns were one of those teams last year, though, Benny, that were one stop away, right? One stop away from winning a bunch of games. So they could have very easily won three more games than they won last year. So, And I am literally mean one stop away to the point where they couldn't get a stop and they ended up losing. But when you got to stop now. <laughs> you got you to right. motherfucking stop sign, shit. 
Right. No shit. And I mean, listen, the dude, the dude is obviously very, very gifted. He's been in the league since 2014. Dealt with some injuries, you know, dealing with the Texans bullshit and and all that. And I think what a lot of what's kind of stopped him from like really reaching that potential from being, a, a, if I'm not mistaken, number one overall when he got picked was just dealing with injuries. So I like it. The fact that you, you're talking with him and, and Olivier Vernon and fucking Miles Garrett and this all this depth that they have. They can rotate some sets now. He doesn't have yeah, to yeah. be. He doesn't have to be yeah. the guy. He can sit. He doesn't have to be an every down type of guy. And they well, can. They can do some rotations. They're gonna they be gonna fucking do, deep. Like, what, what they're gonna do is like the thing about it is Xavier Clowney is not just. A, he, he's a big ass outside linebacker. That's really Basically, what he is. Yeah, because because he, he can play in the flat with no problem. He plays in space very well. So of course he's gonna be that designated rush guy, right? So like you said, they're gonna run a lot of different packages, and one of the packages they're gonna run. I promise you, Jadavion Clowney is going to be walking around, and he's just going to pick a gap and hit it. You know what I'm saying? And now it's mm-hmm. five on five. Somebody will get their ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to them, man. Again, making moves with Olivier, with Olivier Vernon there. Like, man, that's three dominant defensive players in your front seven, man. It's crazy. Outstanding. Right. All right, JB. Pretty sure you heard about this. Your guy, who you break down a lot in hog talk, uh, getting into it. Aaron Donald was back in his hometown. Ooh, my God. Good God almighty. Son, you get your ass whipped. He was back in Pittsburgh at an after-hours club, allegedly. All right? Allegedly. And apparently this gentleman, this uh, swollen gentleman here uh, by the name of Vincent Spriggs, uh, bumped into him allegedly and uh, caught the business uh, from Aaron Donald. JB, were you, were you familiar with this uh, this instance? This no, occurrence? no. I've, I've, I've never seen that. Uh, but – it don't surprise me, right? Now, here comes JB, the conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. Oh, right? hey, wait, hang on a second. Hang on a damn minute. Mm. Here we go. Mm. Let me hear it. I've always been one to tell the truth about anything that I see that just doesn't look right, right? Now, everybody That's understands that, Aaron, that Aaron, right, Aaron Donald is a specimen if you will now he's not a large human being in stature as far as football goes right he might be six foot one right you know what I'm saying he's about 275 280 pounds the most and his physique is crazy right but he's always had this even a bit more than little man syndrome right he's always trying to start a fight with somebody like the whole thing that happened I guess with him and like Sneezy I think that was before Sneezy came over here when he was uh when he was with uh with Seattle Right, where he put the right. helmet back on and ran up to him after the game and yada, 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 and wanted to fight him. So if this man just bumped into Aaron Donald and Aaron Donald socked him out like that, huh. hmm. There's only one thing I know to make you act like that that enhances that. Right? <laughs> hmm. I ain't going to say it, reviewers, but y'all see what I'm, y'all picking up what I'm putting down, right? That, that, I, oh I put a lot of. I've been in a lot of altercations in nightclubs, right? And there, there was some chit-chatting back and forth before it happened. And finally, you know what I'm saying, once I get quiet, then bad things happen, right? So, but there, but ain't nobody ever just bumped into me and I socked him. Never, Benny. Never. And I've been 41 years of, 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 of life on this earth. Ain't nobody ever bumped into me and I just back up, let them have it. Right, <laughs> so Aaron Donald, you might need to take that needle out your ass, son. All right, you're starting to act a little bit. Uh, starting to act like Latimer on the program and shit. <laughs> Goddamn program, love that movie. Yeah, man. I mean, Great shit. Movie. He, 
I mean, look, it's all, all alleged. You know, this dude speaking through his attorney, all this shit. And listen, I mean, Aaron Donald, you go back to your hometown. You're at an after-hour spot. This, I mean, this just happened a couple, like three days ago, apparently. And sock the dude. Let's be honest. The dude's probably this dude's probably going to come for some damages and oh, probably yeah, win. He got, oh, he's going to get know? paid. He's going to get yeah, paid. He's, paid. he's going to get paid. And yeah, I mean, unless this dude blatantly disrespect, blatantly disrespected you, like literally, like, like threw his fucking shoulder into you, didn't say shit, and was like talking cash money shit. Bro, first of all, why did you why did you do that? Number one, if that if, if like he didn't he he didn't take it next level. If he if he literally if he literally accidentally bumped into you, number one, and number two, bro, you know OG reviewers remember we we let we let Dunky, aka Draymond Green, have it for doing the same shit. He went to Michigan State. He went back to Michigan State and socks some dude out trying to stunt on campus. It's like, bro, you are a grown man. You're going right. back. You're going back home. And then, like, you get it's like some like weak ass bar fight. Like, when you're a professional athlete, you got bigger stakes. So now it's like now you're going to get an assault charge. You're going to come out of your pockets, probably a hundred grand at least. And don't play yourself, Aaron. Trust me, he's going to be able to make that eye a whole lot better with them with them stacks and them cold stacks to put on it. He's going to put them cold stacks on it. He's going to be just fine. Right. And Mitch wonders. Mitch wonders. You really think it was a bump? Bump in though, or could it could more come out soon? That's very possible, Mitch. More could come out soon. I doubt Aaron's yeah, gonna course. speak on it, but you of know, course, of course, Mitch, we'll more see. could come out soon, but at the same time, if it don't matter if Aaron hit the dude, the dude finna get paid. It don't matter, the dude could have spat on him, all right. And he Aaron hit the dude, so the dude gonna get paid. He could have grabbed his balls in the club, and Aaron hit the dude, and so the dude gonna get paid. It don't matter. Like he, so here's the here's the here's the the moral to the story. All right, all you young athletes that want to go home and be big bad man in your own hometown, don't, don't stay your ass the fuck away from where you grew up at because most people are happy they made it out. Now, if you do go home for a football camp or some shit like that, and you doing for your community, do that shit and stay your motherfucking ass at home. Go spend time with your family. Like, don't you want to be out for what? What you trying to bone some of the old hoes you used to fuck with or some shit? So basically, you wouldn't give you no pussy back in the day. So you like shit. I'm gonna go fuck this bitch. Like, nah, you just fucked yourself by right. putting yourself in the situation that you're in. So yeah, that that's the moral of the story. Stay your motherfucking ass at home. Yeah, and if you can't see on the screen, broken eye socket, broken nose. This dude had stitches, concussion. Oh yeah, he's he's coming. He's coming for the bag. So you know, yeah. hey, take your ass back to LA. Get ready, get ready, get ready for OTAs and workouts. Speaking of that, uh, JB, there's an interesting thing developing, and I'm I'm trying to really figure out the ins and outs of it, but I think a lot of it has to do with what's happening with COVID protocol. So apparently, there are multiple teams, like the Niners, the the Lions are in on this, the Bucks, they're they're basically boycotting off-season workouts and you know there's workout bonuses attached and all that stuff and the NFLPA I guess is encouraging them because of COVID COVID protocol where the NFL says employees which are obviously includes players must have bona fide medical or religious ground for refusing a COVID-19 vaccine otherwise they won't be allowed to enter tier one or tier two facilities such as locker rooms and I'm guessing the the premises so are you aware of this and and where do you stand in this whole, you know, NFLPA potential boycott and shit? Uh, you can't make a person get a vaccination, especially one of this ramification, right? Uh, we used to get flu. We were encouraged to get flu shots when I played in the NFL. We didn't have to get them, right? 
the doctor, they would be able to give them right there to us in our in our in our uh, in our training room, right? You go in there, sit down, get tapped, and get out, right? But that was your prerogative. They, you know, what I'm saying, you know, of course, like with anything in the NFL, they frown on you if you don't do something that they that they ask or something that they suggest, right? But we didn't have to take no damn vaccinations for the flu. Now, this is just another way that the money is working with the money, right? So they're like, well, shit, if y'all don't want to take a vaccination, y'all can't work out. Y'all can't come in and work out. So you're going to miss out on workout bonuses. And eventually, you're going to need to take this vaccination because if you want to work, you got to come in this building, right? It sucks. It's just not, it's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they, these guys should have, first of all, the vaccination, just, just to be real with y'all, I don't give a damn if the CDC shut this, this episode down. That damn thing does not keep you from getting COVID. It don't. What it Plus does the new, is the new variants too. You right, might still so, get that. So just like the flu, when you take a flu vaccination, nine times out of ten, whatever strand you get of the flu, because you gonna get it. If you get it, you gonna get it. And nine times out of ten, whatever strand you get ain't the same one they put in your body, right? So it, man, just let them boys be. Now the boycott is gonna kill them because they already down in revenue. So it's probably better if they just say, you know what. We're going to keep doing the COVID test. You know what I'm saying? It's on the so forth. You better keep doing the COVID testing and just leave it at that. And it's easier in the off season if cats say, okay, well, I don't want to take the vaccination. Okay, well, whatever. Let them kids work. Let them men work, right? And keep doing the COVID testing. And if they get COVID, send their ass on. It's a lot easier to get them out of the building for a week and two weeks now than it's going to be during the season. So, uh, that's that's bullshit. So hell yeah, boycott, man. Like I literally, I wouldn't. I'd be like, fuck y'all. We ain't coming to work. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got to take no damn vaccination. <laughs> right. And honestly, it's like like you said. When it comes down to it, it's it's another excuse for the owners. Like, oh, you had a workout bonus coming. Well, you didn't take the vaccine, so right. you can't get it. Yep. Now you're fucking with people's pockets. And listen, NFL. We already know a new CBA is coming. With just just. The way the league's played out in general, and obviously what's been happening, um, you know, with COVID, a lot of stuff that's got to get that's got to get right. So, um, you know, that that's kind of what's happening. Listen, it, it's probably going to manifest itself, you know, with new, you know, with new developments as OTAs come and minicamp and all that stuff. And yeah, you know, the whole Johnson and Johnson shit, Mitch. I know they they've paused that as well. So it's going to be a fluid situation. The shit's going to change. Now, uh, you know. Uh, JB, we got to leave off with this. They're trying to they're trying to bury our guy, friend of the show, Usher Baby, aka Usher Raymond. And uh, strippers can be a little messy and petty sometimes. And they were saying that he was out here fucking around with funny money. And uh, apparently that wasn't the case. Apparently he has a residency uh, in Vegas. And he had like promotional bills, probably with his face on it, a hundred dollar bill, Usher bill, because mm-hmm. he's going to be right, doing right. A, a residency. And apparently, according to the club, he tipped thousands of real dollars and left the staff a uh, generous tip. JB, why? I mean, from the whole like fake ass herpes thing to this, I mean, why do they want to come for Usher? What did Usher do to people? What the fuck? Bro, here, here's the thing, bro. Like, success breeds envy. Now, trust me, I don't been. I, I joke with people all the time. And I'm just, I, I've never been that superstar celebrity that a lot of guys in the NFL have been, right? But I done been gay. I done been everything on these blog sites, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. Somebody called you gay in a blog? Oh, bro, they, like, bro, motherfuckers, they were talking about me, Pep, uh, 
fucking D'Angelo. Like I, I was, and this is the only one I read. I'm like, damn, bro, like wow. motherfuckers really. But see, the worst thing you can do is spread a rumor about somebody when they're in the limelight, right? It's the worst thing you can do because now, especially with the with the internet, look at what we're doing right now. Look at what's going on right now, right? Twitter gonna get a hold of it, and it's gonna go crazy. Yeah, right? you know what I'm saying, like. And then you got to deal with, you know what I'm saying, the, the public ridicule. But, I mean, when you're a celebrity, you're accustomed to that. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? They're going to say what the fuck they want to say. They talked about Jesus, goddammit. <laughs> they talked about Jesus. So what the hell that's, make you think they're going to talk about your ass? Right. That's true. And uh, if you can, can see it on the screen here, so it looks like uh, – this is actually kind of dope. I like this. So – um, it's Usher's face. He's looking. He's looking the other way, and they got him on the twenty, and they got him on the one. And of course, you know, strippers. Strippers have been trying to do this shit to rappers and entertainers and singers for basically since the creation of, of social media. And the reality is, I believe that Usher is self aware enough to know that if he just threw these these bills here that you see on the screen, then of course he's going to get roasted because you know, you know, th- those those ladies are there for their for their paper as they should be, yeah. and yeah. you know. Yeah. Now, with that being said, Benny, let's just let's just go back and think about this whole thing for a second, right? Usher, this is Usher Raymond. He's entertained us for years. He's you know been been one of the greatest entertainers for years. Uh, compared to Michael Jackson, at one point he has earned that right, right? I can see Usher yeah. throwing a stack of his hundreds in the club. I can see him doing it. I'm sorry, I can see I can see it happening. He getting a little bit too much of that do it fluid in him. I can see it happening, mm-hmm. right? But he didn't do it to hurt nobody. He was just basically flexing, right? You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, he done tipped thousands of dollars. He done, he was throwing money around doing his thing. So he like ah, that's a dollars. You know what I'm saying? Y'all peep these out, <laughs> right? So I I couldn't see that happening though. So if he did it, who gives a fuck? I mean, he wasn't trying to be no shyster. He was just flexing. So shit, the boy's got his own money, right? Come on now. Don't, and when I say the boy's got his own money, like Cleo, the boy's got his own money. So he just—he he was just flexing, man. He was just flexing, though. That's all. Right. All right. So there you go. That's some—that's some review reaction news. Uh, before we get into our Savage Hotline again, Savage Hotline, drop in your questions in the comments, whether you're on Facebook Live, YouTube, or Twitter right now. Drop in the comments, or like Mitch did, which we're going to play here in just a moment. You can leave us a voicemail at 818-850-2804. We will play it live on the show and answer the question. But, of course, before we do that, we got to remind you again, man, because, listen, as much as we love this show, God damn it, this is a motherfucking enterprise. If you want to sponsor this fucking show, all right? Get at us. Get at us. JBandBennyBlueReview.com. All right. You can make sure to contact us. Jump in the contact. You know what I mean? You can email us at JB and Benny Blue via gmail.com or at DM us at JB and Benny Blue. And again, we can get you on the podcast. We can get you on the live stream. Whether you want to drop in a pre-roll ad, you want to just do you want you want to watch us read live, we can do a live read for you as well. And social media posts, email newsletter, the whole thing. Listen, man, don't be fooled. We get a lot of listens and impressions over the course of the month, whether it's on our podcast or from the live stream or on YouTube, especially on our podcast. Mm-hmm. We built up a nice base, so that's where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. But as we grow, 
uh, this live stream. Make sure to tap in with us, man. JB and Bang Blue Review at Gmail for all your sponsorship needs, especially if you got like if you got brands, you got fitness stuff, stuff that's gonna work for our show. Shit, you already know JB shows love for free ninety nine already with a lot of our friends of the show. Oh, so get yeah. at us, man. You know what I mean? Show us some fucking love. But in the meantime, in the meantime, drop in fucking questions for the Savage Hotline. All right. So first, we gotta play. Uh, we gotta play a a message from from a uh, money making Mitch JB. Real quick, when I when I'm playing when I'm playing the music, when I'm just switching back to you, can can you hear that or no? Just double check. It's gonna be when it, when you when you see when you see the shared screen. Is that when you're hearing the music? Just making sure. Turn it up because I, I kind of hear it, but I don't hear it. No, I'm not. I'm not. Pl- I'm not playing it. I know you fucking looking crazy. Stare the camera. I'm, I'm. I'm asking you when. I, when I. When I got it. When I got it with us. Let me try it. Can you. Uh, can you hear the music? No. Guess you probably can't hear. It. All right. Cool. So figured that. So all right. So listen. We're gonna go. We're gonna get into some savage hotline. Uh, right now, we're gonna play a message from our guy, Money Making Mitch. Let me. Uh, let me turn up a little bit here. All right. Money Making Mitch here. Got a question for you, JB Bird. Who is your favorite quarterback of all time, and why is it James Winston? And for you, Ben, who's your favorite Lions quarterback of all time? And it can't be John Pittman. Sorry. Damn, Mitch. All right. Yeah, you took, so, you, did you, you did you, you did you get that? Did you did you receive yeah. that message from Money Making Mitch? Yeah, and you took James James away from me because you knew I was going straight to James. All right, that's fucked up. <laughs> uh, but my favorite quarterback of all times. Love it, leave it, hate it. I don't give a fuck how you feel about it. Is Steve motherfucking Young? All right, Steve Young was. Of course, I grew up before a fan, right? Most people don't know that, but I did. Uh, Tom Rathman, you know what I'm saying? Ricky, Ricky, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's what? Ricky Williams? Not Ricky Williams. Uh, what's my guy's name? Fucking played another day. What was his name? You talking about the quarterback? The running back. Oh, running back. Uh, there's a Jerome Bettis. You got Jerome Bettis. No, no, no. I'm talking about playing for the 49ers, bro. Um, oh, for the 49ers. Ricky, Jesus, uh, Waters, Ricky, Ricky Waters. Ricky, Ricky Waters. Waters you know that's saying? right. Ricky, Ricky Waters. Waters Tom yeah, yeah. Rathman. You know what I'm saying? Ken Norton Jr. Prime when he came over there. When Charles Haley was there. You know what I'm saying? Wallace the tackle with the double helmet. Like, hey, Jerry Rice, of course. John Taylor. Like, the 49ers was my guys, man. And Steve Young was that dude, man. You know what I'm saying? He just... He, he was just gutsy, you know what I'm saying, raw, nasty. I liked him because he wasn't perfect, and he never claimed to be. Like, he was a dickhead, you know what I'm saying, on the field. Like, he had a little bit of Baker Mayfield in him. He had a little bit of Calamari in him. He had that He had that, that funky left arm, you know what I'm saying? But he mm-hmm. was just a raw, nasty, gritty motherfucker. Uh, got about 19,000 concussions, you know what I'm saying? And the he man really was a did. lawyer. He was, he was a lawyer, you know what I'm saying? He was a lawyer, you know what I'm saying? So, uh that that's that's my guy, man. Steve Young, all day, every day, man. All right, so Mitch, you you, you asked me who my favorite Lions quarterback is, and you said it can't be John Kitna. John Kitna actually had some moments for us, by the way. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, look, Rodney Pete. You know what, Rodney, <laughs> Rodney? I wasn't really there enough for Rodney. That was kind of, sort of before my time. Kind of. Benny, can we can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk okay, about yeah. that? Because you just made a great point. I want the young people to hear this, right? This cat got on me the other day because I said something about being off the porch. 
right? And you just basically said that you weren't off the porch yet. So you weren't there, right? You know how everybody's like, oh, you wasn't there. Correct. You weren't there, right? Right, right. So what Benny is saying is that he wasn't like Jordan. So for me, I will use Jordan as an example. I watched Jordan play when I was young, but I wasn't there, right? So I watched Kobe. I was there when Kobe did his thing, right? Correct. And I've been watching LeBron do his thing, right? So I've been there. So I appreciate you saying that. I just want to clarify, you know what I'm saying? This is my guy. He just said it. He just broke it down to y'all. And I hope y'all take that and say, okay, I understand now what JV is trying to say. He wasn't there. Yeah. He yeah, wasn't there. Not- and I, JB, that, that's an excellent point. I, I actually been thinking about that from time to time, especially when I scroll fucking Twitter of all places. If you're Where's listen, that? listen, if you're under twenty five right now, you really got to stop saying that you were there for shit that you weren't. You weren't there for like Aaliyah. Cut it out. Like you no. were not. You, you were. You that. were in diapers. All right. You had nothing. You to do were with in that. diapers. You, 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 Cut it out. Your god, your grandmama, your auntie might have been playing that shit, but you wasn't there for it. Right. I remember, I remember this shit. No, you do not. No, you Cut don't. it out. You yeah. weren't there. You don't she remember was. Iverson. You don't remember. You don't. You you barely remember Kobe. Cut it out. Like uh, enough was. enough of that. You know what I mean? So, Mitch, get back to your question. I mean, the easiest the easiest answer would be fucking would be Stafford, right? Right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to cop out and say Stafford, even though he he's the 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 greatest quarterback in Lions history, other than Bobby Lane. Uh, but again, our pool our pool to choose from is not that great. I remember the Scott Mitchell days when his job was to hand it to Barry. That was it, um, and they gave him a big deal at the time. That was crazy. I remember when you drafted Joey Harrington and Joey Harrington. Oh yep. my God, Jesus Christ! When we were taking a receiver every fucking year for the first pick and. I don't know why I don't know why we pick dudes who just like love to not work hard and 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 get into shit off the off the field, but we just had a magnet to those type of guys. And that shit killed us for a while. But honestly, I'm gonna throw people off with this one. The quarterback that I, I really love to watch for the kiddies, who's not really associated with the kitty because he wasn't there for long, is Gus Farratt. Gus Farratt played for multiple teams. Gus Farratt, he was, never, he was in San Francisco for a minute, yeah. Yep, he. I mean, he played for the. He played for the Deadskins. He played for basically. He was basically Ryan Fitzpatrick before Ryan Fitzpatrick. All right, right, true. And um, when for some reason when he played for the Kiddies, there was an early stretch there where he just he was leading some co- some comebacks and and shit like that. I don't know. I, w- I always kind of had a soft spot for uh for Gus Farad. Um, so there you go. I'm not going to say Stafford because I feel like that's too easy. And uh, you know. But listen, Stafford, listen, there's no denying Stafford is the greatest quarterback in Lions history. And I'm not ashamed to admit it because there are cer- certain franchises, <coughs> the Bears, <coughs> that have never known what it's like to have a true franchise quarterback. So just because uh, you, oh, know, you might Jimmy be a Man, Packers I mean. fan, but really, even with, even with Jim McMahon, though, even with Jim McMahon, it's kind of like, nah. Jim McMahon I mean, wasn't really. I mean, that I mean, I mean, I mean, you talk about. I mean, you talk about like longevity. He was probably the longest tenured quarterback in Bears history, right? Uh, True. So, and then, and then he, yeah, he wasn't that guy per se, but he was a game manager and he did enough, you know what I'm saying, for them to stay successful the years they were successful. So, I mean, you know, you got to hand, you got to take it off to Jim McMahon. He's a, he's a yeah. lunatic. He's a, he's a mess now. Don't get me wrong, but hey. Yeah, yeah. Is what it is. Man, 
Man, man won a title, is doing Super Bowl shuffle. Might have, might have been down with some cocaine, given the era, but oh, you never know. Not gonna keep, you know what I'm saying? My, given the times, I'm just saying. My might have. He's still associated. I don't know about nobody. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Shout out to Jimmy, man. All right, we got a few. We got a few more minutes left in the live stream. Um, Tapping with us again. Drop your comments in below. We will display oh, so them. I want to. Uh, I want to. Oh, I want to drop this question from my guy. Yeah, we got. We got from Instagram. We got an Instagram. Yeah, yeah, Who do we got a question from? My man, uh, I'm about to try to pull up his, uh, there it is, right? My man, Willie Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a native of the desert of the sun, I mean, the valley of the sun, I'm saying he uh, also gets his haircut. We have the same barber, right? So I'm at the barbershop, give my haircut earlier. He posed the question, do you think that New England will move up from 15 uh, to get Justin Fields, right? He asked me that question. Now, now reviewers listen to me when I say this, please, right? If you listen to our show, you know how I feel about Ohio State quarterbacks, right? They ain't fared very well over the last eight years. Sorry, I don't care what nobody says. You can say what I'm hating. I don't give the numbers don't lie. You know what I'm saying? Statistics don't lie. Um, longevity in the league don't lie. Like these dudes don't do shit when they get to the NFL. And I believe that Justin Fields is going to be different, right? He transferred in. He wasn't a true to life Ohio State quarterback. He transferred in, played a year for him. Uh, two. Did you play two or one? Uh, two. Yeah, two. Because he, yeah, he was played, at Georgia yeah. behind Jake right. Fromm, and then right, uh, right, took right. the job, and, and then he, yeah. yeah, right. So yeah, so he. I, I do believe. He, I just feel like he has a different skill set, a different mindset uh, than Haskins and anybody who appreciate it, Mitch. Anybody who came before him. Um, uh, you know, all the other skinny fat guys because they all he's not skinny fat, so that kind of gives yeah. me a better, you know, what I'm saying liking of him. Will the Patriots move up to get him? No, no, that's just not their MO, that's not what they do. <laughs> so, right. uh, now they spent a whole lot of money in the offseason, but well, I think what they're banking on is that you know, Cam Newton's gonna stay healthy because they don't use him like other teams did. You know, what I'm saying he ran when he needed to, he just sat and threw the ball. So, I think, um, Josh McDaniels. Is gonna really ramp up that offense and get it, you know what I'm saying, clicking and moving like a well-oiled motherfucking Model T Ford. And hey, he's gonna be good. But I don't think they're gonna move up to get him. I think I think they're gonna take that 15 pick and just do what they do with it. Yeah, I agree. And that, that's a great question. And Mitch, definitely you'll be coming with the stats here when you're helping us do it, doing our patented review mock draft here in a couple of weeks. But in the meantime, yeah. So listen, there's there's been a lot of smoke screens. Obviously, we know we know we basically know one and two at this point. We know Trevor Lawrence, we know Zach Wilson. Unless there's a huge, gigantic smoke screen regarding Zach Wilson, I don't think that's the case at this point. Now, and I'm Zach, pretty Zach, sure Zach Wilson is uh, from Pittsburgh. From BYU. Oh and the Jets are probably the okay, Jets are probably so, gonna take. So yeah. see here, okay. So let's talk about that for a second. All right, you gonna you gonna take this dude over Fields? You crazy? That's another thing I want to talk about because I just said I have faith in this young man. He has a better skill set. His him him and Trevor Lawrence skill set is what for what? I'm sorry, I don't care what nobody say. All right, I've been watching quarterbacks a long time. I've been blocking for him forever. All right, their skill sets are what and what. Of course, Fields is more athletic than Trevor Lawrence, right? Genetically, it just is what it is. But they have a similar skill set. So why in the hell do they got fields going numbers as the, the basically the sixth pick? And they got this kid from BYU going ahead of him. Like, okay, I mean, but yeah. again, this, this is a my guy league, right? And I say it all the time. 
right? So Salah might have, you know, like this guy. Or some sh- I don't know. But that that's what befuddles the fuck out of me, right? I, I can't yeah. fathom that. And to be fair, listen, dr- come come draft night, maybe, you know, with the second pick, the New York Jets select Justin Fields. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think because it's more of a my guy thing, I think Zach Wilson is going to be better served with the Jets. But I think number three, Justin Fields is going to go to the Niners. And I think that's perfect for him because he can – I think Justin Fields is going to be the rare Ohio State quarterback that doesn't fucking trick it off and do some dumb right. shit and, and vote for Trump this, go to the yeah. bar. Yeah. And we said this, yeah. though, in a, in a previous episode because I feel like that would give uh, your man's um, – what's the, what's the coach's name over there? I always want to call him Schottenheimer. <laughs> like, uh, what's the, what's the coach's name at, uh, at 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 San Francisco? Oh, Shanahan. Yeah, Shanahan. I always want to call him Schottenheimer. So Shanahan. So baby Shanahan. His that other element that he wants in his offense, right? Right. So he wants a quarterback that they can do the whole read option with. That's just another element to his offense. So I feel like if he can get that element, then I think he's gonna they're gonna be dangerous, right? And I, I think that's how he feels. He feels like, man, if we can get that element, we're gonna be dangerous. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. at all. If the 49ers took fields at three, like I, that just makes more sense to me. Uh, they right. talk about Mac Jones. Like, I mean, look, Mac Jones is probably going to be the next Chase Daniels of the NFL, right? Uh, right. He's a, but a taller with a better skill set, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? But one thing Chase Daniels had was a fucking elephant sized pair of nuts. All right, that kid got in the game and he went crazy every time he played. So, yeah, I, I just feel like you're right. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense and it has and it did last time we spoke about it. I can see Fields going to the 49ers. Do am I happy about that? Not really. I mean, but that's right now our team's so stacked. We don't give a fuck what y'all do in the West. You know what I'm right. saying? The only he's competition st- right now is show up. up. Right. Yeah, he's he's st- he's still got to show up and make it happen, even if he has to, has to sit a year or whatever it is behind Jimmy G. And to go back to the question, um, I don't think that the Patriots are are going to trade up. Because number one, they don't do that, and number two, I don't honestly think they're going to have to. I think Mac is potentially going to fall to to them because I think. The Broncos are going to be the first team likely to take Trey Lance. The problem is Elway, as much as we love Elway, he's fucked it off with these last few picks at quarterback. He tricked off Paxton Lynch. He's tricked but, off Drew Locke. But he's he got to get this down. right. But he stepped down, though, right? As player, what oh, that's right. Down. That's right. He stepped down, right? So he's, right. Not making, he's not making the final decision anymore because we talked about that in previous episodes. He was trying to – it was the Jordan rule. It was the Jordan effect, right? He was trying to find the next him. Right, which is right. why Jordan doesn't right. really do operations like that when it comes to picking people for the team because he's like, right. ah, he ain't me. Right, right, right so right, Elway right. was doing that, and so Elway stepped down. So, hmm, yeah, and Vic Fangio, he might be out the door if they if they have another if they have another shitty year. So, will they take the chance on on Trey Lance or will they trade down? And then I'm I'm sure another team between them and the Patriots might take Trey Lance, and then Mac Jones. I believe Mac Jones is going to be there for the Patriots if they want to take him at 15. I don't think the top three are going to take him. I think it's going to be some combination of Lawrence Wilson Fields or Lawrence Fields Wilson, something in that order for the top three picks. Right, without a doubt. Yeah, Mac Jones is going to be strong in the NFL for a long time. He's he's an Alabama football player, right? So, And and he's paid his dues. So, you know, one thing about saving, saving grooms them cats to be professional athletes. So, yeah, shout out to Mac Jones. But I think Fields will go at three. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, of course, is one. You know what I'm saying? Then the number two pick, we're like, okay, if they take that kid, that's the issue. Uh, but I think they can do, you know, some other things. Right. I agree. 
Well, that's that for Savage Hotline. Just a couple more minutes left. And before we do, you know, we normally end the show with JB's We Need Us, where, you know, he brings everybody together, leaves us on a positive note. But we have to do something special uh, considering what's been uh, happening. And we have to salute uh, one of our favorite artists of any genre of all time, and that's DMX. Um, JB, DMX passed at the young age of 50. Um, Mr. Earl Simmons himself. Uh, man, how did this... Obviously, you were... I mean, shit, you were... Man, I think at the end of high school, early college, when he really became... When he really became DMX. But, like, what what sticks with you when it comes to DMX? Passion. Passion. And I, and I said, I, I posted that uh, when he died. Uh, thank you for sharing, you know, your passion, your stories, your passion, your life. Like, that's real, right? We got... All of him. Like, we really got all of him. Right? He, he didn't hold nothing back. And when he got on the mic, you felt pain. You felt joy. Right? You felt aggression. Right? You, you felt every one of those things, man. And he's just, man, just thank God for DMX. Snoop posted something the other day that was really dope and said that, you know, God, uh, DMX, God didn't wait for DMX to become perfect to use him as a vessel. Right? Basically, so many words. Like, he was as imperfect as he was possibly from the DOIs he was getting to his, his relapses with, with, with drugs and so on and so forth. Like he was as imperfect as you could be. But, man, like a lot of – what I love about Twitter is they find the good, right, or they find the bad. But one thing they did about Earl Simmons is they found him being joyous in many different settings and many different times. My favorite one I saw was him at the Sheila, uh, the Sheila E. concert. That was Sheila mm-hmm. Easton or yep. Sheila E, right? So Sheila, the concert um, where she was singing, I wonder if I take you home, would that still, you still be in I love? Mean, he, he was, was heaven. My man was getting, he was, dog, the smile on his face, bro. And then watching him in the verses as well with Snoop, bro, like, that that just showed how much of a fan of music that dude was. And, like, those two examples and then, like, just watching him dance, you know what I'm saying, and, like, recite Snoop's lyrics, you know what I'm saying, and, like, and DMX is like, we know one thing, you know, that Irv Gotti said about DMX is like either, you know what I'm saying, if you if you holding the mic opposing him, he don't like you, right? You know what I'm saying? So that just showed that this dude was, he was a fan of music, no matter how hard he was, no matter how, you know what I'm saying, how, how much he gave us his life and, and his stories and his feelings and his passion. This dude was a true fan of music. And anytime he was around it or he heard it, it just came out of him, man. And shout out to him, man. Shout out to DMX, uh, gone too soon. But he had a troubled life. And when I, the last thing I posted, I said, you can finally, finally rest in peace. Because the way he described his life, that like there was really never no peace. You know what I'm saying? Very little times where he could uh, remember being at peace and, and, and having, you know what I'm saying, a sense of calm about him. You know what I'm saying? So... And you can yeah. clearly see those times. You could clearly see those times when you watch him in interviews and so on and so forth. So finally, rest in peace, Earl Simmons, aka DMX, aka the dog, aka X. Right? Throwing one up for you, big dog. Rest in peace, brother. Beautifully said. I mean, as far as as far as what he meant to me, I mean, you know, people forget his first two albums, you know, came out. Um, you know, it's dark and hell is hot, and, and then there was X. Same same year, 
both went to number one and both went platinum, which I don't think is, was done before or has been done since. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came out for me at a time, obviously younger than JB, but he came out at a time when I was, you know, I was kind of, you know, I was, I was in that elementary going and going into middle school era. And at that time, an artist like Eminem was getting big and, and being who I am and growing up in Michigan and kind of having some parallels other than the fucked up, you know, throw your mom in the trunk, you know, you know, throw your, your child's mother down a flight of stairs type shit. Like he was talking about back then. I didn't really, I didn't really want to listen to Eminem. I was listening to DMX. I was listening to Jay-Z. I was listening to mystical. I was listening. Those are the artists that I was listening to at the time. I remember I saw the rough riders at the now, the now rest in peace for a long time. Now at the, I saw the rough riders, Doing Rough Riders Anthem at the Muskegon Mall, which no longer exists anymore, which tell which tells you where how long ago this shit was. And JB made a great point, which I'm I'm glad that you you brought up, is that his his whole thing was, oh man, he you know, his to people who didn't know his music, his whole thing, oh man, he barks and he wears the dog collars and all that shit. DMX, despite his 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 demons and, and, and his struggles, as JB illustrated was deep down a really happy dude. And the way he kind of grew up and, hit, you know, the, you know, the, the fucked up things he experienced in Yonkers and, and kind of coming up before he became famous, really deep down, he cared about people, he cared about his family, and he really was an empathetic guy. It was just the image of him coming from that kind of late 90s, early 2000s kind of super thug era that, mm-hmm. yeah, he was a part of, but that really didn't define who he was as a person. And I think a lot of people who knew him and actually appreciated him understood that he was actually a, a, a genuine great dude behind the kind of veil of him being quote-unquote X. And I'm glad that we got the verses. I'm glad that people kind of gave him his flowers, not only over the course of this last year, but really, really, I mean, for a long time. I mean, the guy, what the guy's accomplished, not only in record sales, but just his impact to the game is crazy. So he's one of my favorite artists of any genre all time, and uh, I know he means a lot for this podcast, and, and and he'll be he'll be greatly missed. So, with that, JB, let's get on up out of here. Uh, any any final words for the viewers for you? Uh, get up on Friday evenings. You know, man, spread love. Uh, you know, what I'm saying, uh, if you see wrong, correct wrong. You know, what I'm saying, it ain't to stay out of people's business. Um, there's too much bullshit going on. Too many bullies. Too many haters. Too much hate. Um, we didn't talk about it, but the situation happened in South Carolina with the army veteran and the little kid walking through the neighborhood. Um, you know, I posted about it on my Twitter and I said, kind of mentioned in our stories earlier, uh, posted, posted the incident in our story at JB and Benny Blue Review on Instagram. Um, like chill for real, bro. Like chill before something bad happened to you. Right. <laughs> you go, every time I watch one of the videos, Benny, I'm like, man, I hope this kid's a featherweight boxer. Damn. He's not right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just really want, want people to just get their ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what they need. They need their ass kicked. They need to be humble. Uh, so continue to love. Uh, we love y'all. Continue to rock with us. Catch us on all social media platforms at JB and Benny Blue. Review at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Black Planet. You know what I'm saying? Like MySpace, <laughs> all that. You know what I'm saying? Show love. Hit us up on the hotline. You know what I'm saying? 818 Oh, my God. Jesus. 818-850-2804. Who's Mike Jones? Mike Jones number for real. Uh, so, you know, the, the Savage Hotline. Uh, you got inquiries, want to be a sponsor, hit us up. JB and Benny Blue Review at gmail.com. Send an email. Fuck with it. Send us new music. You know what I'm saying? 
uh, sponsorship ideas, sponsorship inquiries, so on and so forth. We love y'all. All right. We really love y'all. Episode 178. It's still crazy to me every time I think about it. But we out of here like last year. Mm-hmm. We out, folks. Check us out on the podcast on all streaming platforms. That's it. JBandBandReview.com. Until next Wednesday, 630 Pacific, 930 Eastern. We love you, and we'll see you next time, baby. We out. Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 